Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. My gosh, we are in Mississippi, but we're going to be talking Louisiana, I think. So uh, pretty cool. Uh, we have uh, Blaine Salter here, and uh, uh, I think everyone in Louisiana knows who you are, but, uh, but now you're going to have to tell everyone the world. Tell them about yourself a little bit. Well, uh, we're still a small company um, right. down in South Louisiana, which is Salter's Jig and Pole, which my dad uh, created a few concepts back in the 70s. Uh, we've been around about 40 years. Wow. Probably have about 50,000 users in our state, you know, that use Salter's Jig and Pole. But uh -huh. uh, dad's goal in the beginning, he uh, absolutely loved to fly fish. Right. And down in South Louisiana, um, if you ever fish down the bayou somewhere, uh fly fishing is not too good you'll be squirrel fishing if you use a fly rod so right. uh he got into some intense studies on how to develop a rod that actually turned a fly rod completely upside down so if you can imagine the technique of uh using your opposite hand to retrieve and pull line right that very light fly coming behind your head at the same time and then the whip it creates to send that fly where it needs to go his goal was to turn that concept upside down so everything he needed to fish thoroughly he could get to. Right. And he conquered that with the first rod we put out in 1981 on the market. It had been in trial and doing well before then, and we officially started in 1981. But uh, that rod today, if I picked up the original prototype, it flips just like the one today, but technology is upgraded to graphite and carbon fiber and so on. Uh-huh. So it was able to lighten up, and, you know, we created a, a great model along with a concept. So we don't just necessarily sell just a pole. Right. We're giving you the actual teachings on what to do, and your average angler can't get where they want to fish. They can see spots where they think fish are, so we developed a few methods that allow them, you know, without today's technologies, to still be able to to create a great fishing uh, adventure, I guess you could say, when they start. So we take the beginning angler and immediately give them one to four years experience in just a four-hour seminar. Right. That intermediate guy is also getting more advanced. And I can't tell you, when I do a, a seminar or we're at a trade show, I can't tell you, uh, sometimes there'll be 60 newcomers and I've got 25 pros from other guys going, I can't believe what you're doing. Right. Because you can read about it, you can say, oh, this guy can make a uh, move his arm one inch and get a 35-foot cast an inch off the water. Well, it, it just doesn't register until you see it live. And then what's even better is when I get that new customer along and they go, oh, my goodness, this was so easy. And we just take it from there. You know, it, it, we take the beginners, make them better. We take the intermediate guys and give them a step up, and we take the advanced guys and go, wow, I'm going to put that one little technique into use. And then, I, So we make everybody better, and that's the goal, to bring more people to crappie fishing. And the the casting, uh, how long do you have? A, what number of rods do you have? What lengths do you have? Because And tell us, you have different lengths. Why do you have different lengths? Okay, we started with the concept of one pole completes all. Uh-huh. Okay, so... A 10-footer is really what I use 90% of the time. Okay. Um, as the new technology of live scope advanced in the last four to five years, that extra two feet of straight vertical fishing is where the industry is going to be in in five to ten years. It's where it's going, the technology. So being able to get just the extra reach 
is why we developed the 12 and 14 footer with the same concept to make it flip easy. Uh -huh. um, but just to give you that extra two to three foot of reach. Right. And over the years of uh, watching different methods, fishing docks and so forth, I always said in the back of my mind, I know a longer rod, it could be done. And right. it could be done with more leverage. So I started to work on some prototypes and say, hey, if, I, if I've got an eight and nine foot rod or even a 10 foot rod, say a seven to 10, I wonder how much leverage I could create you know, trying a dock shooting method. So instead of getting right up on a dock shooting underneath it, we teach folks to move their, their boat back six right. to eight to ten feet so you can see everywhere underneath a dock. And our method of dock shooting, once I put it into action, I could not believe where it's gone. I mean, my our eight, nine, ten-foot models just blew out because you can literally shoot a jig flat on the water a good 40 to 50 feet right. very, 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 very accurately. And our rods are pressed underneath the elbow. So your normal dock shooting technique, there's a lot of up pressure on the wrist. So when you release the bottom bait, your wrist naturally comes up because your, your difference of the, the pulling of the bait is uh -huh. you're, you're trying to hold that wrist stable. So you can't accurately aim. Ours is literally like shooting a bow and arrow. Whatever you can aim at, as long as you don't move your your arm holding the rod, that bait is going to hit exactly where you go. And, I mean, I hit a bottle cap at the last trade show from 50 feet. Right. And it's just I can teach someone to do that. So it's relatable when I teach it. Right. And that's the difference. You see a lot of guys doing it and telling you what they're doing, but the average person doesn't have the coordination to do it. And we give them the confidence. You see those light bulbs go off, and they're like, right. oh, gosh, yes. And then it goes from there. I mean, word of mouth is still the number one form of advertising ever. Right. Um, when someone goes and tells their little fishing group, hey, you got to check this thing out. And that's how we've grown today, just from word of mouth. So uh, when, you're, when you're doing this concept of casting that you have, what are you using for lures? Are you using jigs? Are you using small? Are you using saw plastics? Or, or what's the what's the deal? We on that? use and a, is it any? You can use any one, right? You can pretty much use any one. I've right. I've I've even dock shot something as small as a one sixty fourth. Um, you do have to watch your line if you're shooting a very 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 light bait like a one sixty fourth. You want to go right. to a four or six pound test line, but my standard is an eight pound test line uh -huh. and a one thirty second to one sixteenth. And it, you can shoot a one-eighth. A one-eighth will, oh, my gosh, it's like shooting a, a rifle underneath something. It, it just right. creates a lot more weight and a lot more whip. Uh -huh. But in our styles of fishing, the slower the bait can fall, the more time that crappie has time to see it. Because they hear it hit the water. They know right. it's there. And the slower I can get a bait to fall, it's just the more effective we've been, you know, catching crappie, especially down in south Louisiana. But that's kind of universal throughout, you know. The slower you can get a bait to fall – the concept is it's more in that fish's eyesight, more time. So usually a 132nd is standard or 116th is what I use, you know, probably 80, 90% of the time. All right. So you have um, you have your rod and you're fishing, fishing from shore or fishing from a dock. Is there a difference? Is there a preference? Or what happens there? Because you have, except maybe for your dad, I don't know for sure. Some one of you has the most experience at this. What would you say? Well, I'm 46 years old. Right. My first demonstration with my dad, I was five years old up in front of Tank. Wow. In front of, 
you know, two to three thousand people back in those days, four or five hundred. And my dad was my dad could give a seminar. He's the only person today I've ever seen give a two hour seminar and the crowd grew, meaning nobody left. Right. Nobody looked at a watch. The crowd grew. And it's because of the way we teach. My only goal is I'm going to teach you something that you can put into play in your style of fishing. That's got to be the goal of every pro on the in the market. You don't want to stand up there and say, hey, I won this trophy because we were fishing down in Sardis in 35 foot of water. I was pulling crankbaits at 2.4 miles an hour. Right. And you lose the crowd. What we're teaching is a a universal technique that once it's put into play, there's no doubt that when you see it and you try it, you know it's going to make you better. And that's the difference. I want to give everybody in a seminar, a podcast, the just ability to know that they can do this style of fishing and it's going to make you better and you can put it into play back where you love to fish. And that's how a seminar or a podcast, that's always the goal is to make somebody better. Well, let's find out. Where's your favorite place to fish? I am in a Chafalaya Basin just lover. I mean, it's uh-huh. four to six feet of water. Your live right. scope is irrelevant. It can see maybe something swimming, but you have to have the ability to put a jig exactly where you think that fish is. I gotcha. And the more you use your gut, the more it's usually right. Because most of the style of fishing we have is imagine a bayou, and we have hurricanes down in South Louisiana, you know, right. an average of two to four years, depending on it's been crazy the last few years. Right. But those trees blow over into the bayou. Uh-huh. They sit on top two feet of water. Our fish are two feet underneath them. So you have to have the ability to get down through them. Uh-huh. And we have an excellent little product. Uh, and still today, um, it's probably my retirement. It's the best weed guard that's ever been made. Oh, if you look at some of our videos and see how it works, it's it allows you to cast. Yeah, I do a demonstration in a tank where I cast into two Christmas trees and work the jig through them, never hanging right. up. So we give the, the person the ability to know that if they do make a bad cast, they're not going to get hung up. They can still get that jig down through right. wherever they're fishing. So we give them confidence to go where they've never gone before. Right. And is, that's the goal. Is Crappie your favorite or oh, red gosh. ear or what What if you had, because I mean, that's pretty good eating either way, but what do you think your favorite is of like of the pan fish? It is a sacolet, which is if you're from South Louisiana, I didn't know what a crappie was till I was 20. I was like, what are they talking about? I mean, <laughs> we started out making uh, jigging poles from scratch from the time I was five. I had a job within our family. That was our job. We could make right. 12 rods a day. With five people working at the end of the week, 60 were completed. We had a waiting list of 180. Wow. So when we had a trade show to come to, we had to double that output. So I had to get done with school and get back to making the eyes on every rod because that was my job. I had the best eyes in the family, so I had to make the eyes. But my fun part was when I finally got to get to a trade show and in front of people. Right. At six to eight years old, I was able to hold a seminar and talk. And the most important thing was is teach. You know, we had, before uh, uh, Crappie University came about, which was great. I mean, what a great, great, great program. Because you Uh got so many pros together, and the the average angler could get some one-on-one time. Right. Um, We had Crappie University from 1980 to 94. We were in every major university. We were a four-hour leisure class. It takes four, four four-hour leisure classes just to understand our style of fishing. Right. And when we're done, we make you a fishing machine. That's the goal. 
uh-huh. want to sell you a new lifestyle. Right. Not just a pole. Once you put it into use the right way, that light bulb goes off and you know, wow, this is an efficient way to go about it. Right. So what uh, your dad's your dad's famous. Famous. Would you not say? But what's your favorite memory of fishing with your dad? What would that be? I tell you what, there there's so many that some stick out. Um one of my greatest memories and and folks if you can remember this trust me it works and it's probably the most best advice i can give you all right Uh, i was about seven years old and we were going to one of our favorite spots at old river and we were going to be on the outdoor show with bob scarce who was a famous sports writer and uh back in the 80s and 90s he had his show started after 10 o'clock on thursdays he had an hour episode well my dad had a way always kicking my behind so Mr. Bob came up to me and he said, Junior, he said, let me tell you something. We're going to start filming, but you go get up in the front of that boat so that fish sees your bait first, which is very important in South Louisiana because when if they're an active fish, you right. know that when that bait hits, he gets it. So I said, hmm, I'm a little short fella. You know, my dad's the star. They still think he walks on water. Bless his heart. He passed about five years ago, and uh, just the stories are unbelievable. Right. So I get up there, and Bob starts filming, and the first four fish I catch, boy, I boom. I bring up a two-pounder. I hold him. I put him in. Boy, my dad looks at me. He's, good job, son. Good job, son. Boy, number two come in. Boy, I boom. I pulled him in. My dad kind of looks over. He's like, good job, son, but his voice got a little deeper. When I pulled the third one in, when I put him in the box, he grabbed me and said, son, I'm supposed to be the story. I said, well, we're going to fight today because I'm staying in the front of this boat. I'm not going in the back of that boat, partner. And I ended up catching the first seven, and I just had to ride him all the way home. Like, I got you today. I know what to do now. Right. So uh, those were some of the fun memories. And, you know, you're, you're back in those days, your dad was so hard on you, you never understood. Right. Uh, gosh, this man, how can it be so tough? You know, he was a military guy. He's just hardcore about everything do this right do this that and at 22 years old when i'm running a company i was like how did that son of a gun know to be that hard on me and i just hope i can do that same thing to my kids today you know how can we keep that thing going but that's one of the best memories i had because i got him that day and i was on that tv so from that point on, when I go to the show, you know, they would always give me a hug and they say, "Boy, I bet you, I, did you did you poke right. your finger at him?" I said, "Oh, I poked him." Did you see them big sum guns? And they're like, "Oh, that's fantastic!" But they're that's, cheering, cheering for the underdog. Oh, look, I was always underdog in the back of the boat, you know, because oh it, yeah, yeah, you're an underdog so, in the back. That fish has seen a couple baits before, right? You know, so in South Louisiana, that's a big deal right there. There you go. Like, um, so you can. Um, you can find information. I mean, you have all kinds of rods and reels and, and things like products like that. Uh, that's going to take us to Tackle Time, and then we'll come back and we'll visit with you in just a second. Uh, Tackle Time is sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a full line of products, hard baits, soft baits that you can catch bass, uh, crappie, any game fish that uh, swim, uh, Pico Lures has a product to catch those in any season. So make sure you check them out at PicoLures.com. And if they wanted to find out more uh, about your products, where would they go? And and give us, though, give us a little rundown of what you have. Uh, I have poles, uh, lures. Uh, uh, I have what, what Dad created was a tackle kit. 
uh-huh. for the newcomers. Right. Um, he only fished with three colors his whole life. I could still right. hear him up in heaven screaming at me, what in the world are you doing? Because I could start a whole new tackle shop with what's in my tackle box. But he he had three lures, three uh-huh. different colors. And if you look online, if you just Google Salters or Salters Jigging Pole, or you right. can Google Salters Jigging Pole articles, and Louisiana Sportsman articles will come up. Right. Uh, we sell a tackle kit. And it's uh, our favorite three colors with the right jig hits, corks, and assortment of everything you need to go crappie fishing. Okay. Along with our weed guards. And then we have a selection of poles. Um, our 10-footer right. is the number one seller. You can right. find it on saltersjigandpole.com. Right. But there's thousands of articles. Uh, you can Google Salters on YouTube. Or, or okay. not Google it, but go to Salters Jig and Pole on YouTube. And I have some of my dad's teaching videos. And it's a... Okay. All episodes of him teaching, and you can find me on YouTube as well under our Salters page. And my dad was a wealth of knowledge because when a camera hit him, they never used to have to talk. He would give a whole seminar and teaching episode while he's catching fish, and he's got way more views than I could ever get on that YouTube because he was always the star. Um, And he warned me that I was going to get thrown into the wolves because he said, son, I know you're young, but you don't know my customers, and I'm still finding customers. Uh, Miss Salter, I got 20 of your rides. I met your dad 15 years ago, and I'll never forget him. So that's my right. goal is to meet someone and have the ability to never let them forget me after one meeting. So that's always a goal. There you go. And you can also go to uh, bradweekman.com because I actually have a casting video of you at uh, the Crappie Expo uh, this year. So you can find uh, you can find that there. It's a good video, and it, it – Actually, has good demonstrations. That that was right one on of the, the floor, best videos so. that someone. That was the absolute best video that someone's ever filmed to actually get the whole technique all in once. You've got some magic behind what you do, brother, and I certainly did appreciate that because I can't tell you how many times someone's asked me, "Hey, I bought your ride, but it doesn't work like it's supposed to," and I send right. them to your video, and oh, they're like, "Oh, I get it." So. Right. Much appreciated. Yeah, I appreciate that, too. So uh, that's it for the show. Uh, appreciate you being here, Blaine. Uh, he will be around. He's at Trade Shows. He's everywhere, pretty much. You'll be able to find him. And if not, just look for the crowd, because if there's a crowd, Blaine's probably got him around <laughs> it. So uh, we're going to end the show, and like I always like to say, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water.